We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks for Sports Illustrated over on Fan Nation. We have a massive episode of the podcast today, Easter Sunday, and that came with some good news for the Ducks as four-star wide receiver Kyler Casper committed to Oregon over Tennessee, Iowa, and a host of other high-profile schools, and we're going to break it all down on the latest episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Before we get into that, quick favor to ask of you all watching or listening, uh, ask that you follow me on Twitter, at Sports, so you guys can lock in with me there and make sure you don't miss out on the latest news, because evidently I was able to get the story out before I was able to hop on here and record, and then make sure you find more Oregon Ducks content on Ducks Digest, that's where the story was. And then also follow us on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. And then like and subscribe on whatever podcasting platform of your choice. So let's get into the big news that the Ducks got today. Kyler Casper is going to be a duck. For those of you that aren't familiar with Casper, he's a six foot five, 195 pound Adidas All American wideout coming from Williamsfield High School in Gilbert, Arizona. Just to bring up some more context here, we got his 247 Sports profile here on the screen, listed as a four-star prospect, 0.9447 on the 247 Sports composite. That's good for the 125th player in the country, number 20 wideout, and number three prospect in Arizona. 27 reported offers, but the big ones that a lot of people are keying in on here were Oregon, Tennessee, and Iowa. Iowa because his father was a high-profile wide receiver that played his college football uh, with the Hawkeyes, and then Tennessee because they got the last visit, and I think that's what makes one of many reasons why this commitment is so impressive and so big for Oregon, that they were able to hang on despite Casper getting out to Knoxville for his official visit just this past weekend. And who else was on that trip with him? Nico Iamaliava. I had to slow myself down there for a second, so... You know that Tennessee rolled out the red carpet to get him, but the Ducks were able to come out on top. And the timing of this decision uh, also kind of indicated Tennessee, at least on the outside, right? You figure a guy comes off that last official visit or last visit of any kind. That's really fresh in his mind. And he says, okay, I think I've seen what I need to see and uh, I'm ready to make this call. But fortunately, Oregon came out on top for Casper. 
Uh, fortunately for the Ducks, they were able to get him. Let's see what else we have here. Another reason that this is a big commitment is because Casper is one of the top players in Arizona. If you look on the rankings here on the screen, the Ducks already have a commitment from Cole Martin, the Basha High School corner, who is was the first prospect to hop on board for the Ducks in 2023. And the Ducks do have a chance to get the top three players in the country. Deuce, uh, sorry, in Arizona, rather. Deuce Robinson is the top player in Arizona for the 23 cycle. I remember I saw Deuce Robinson for the first time last summer when I was out at the opening, and that dude was just unguardable. 6'6", 225, massive athlete, also plays baseball and can hold his own there. So Ducks need a tight end in the 2023 class. If, if they choose to get one, um, he would certainly fit the billing for a top West Coast athlete. So that kind of just goes into what I was saying with the Arizona pipeline. Definitely got to give some props in this commitment to obviously Junior Adams, the wide receiver coach, uh, as well as Kenny Dillingham and Jordan Somerville, two of the Ducks' strongest connections in the Grand Canyon state of Arizona. All right, let's see here. Another thing that made this really impressive to me was the fact that Oregon was able to get him in the fold without having a quarterback in the 2023 class. I thought that's what gave Tennessee such a great shot because great players want to play with great players. That's not to say that Oregon doesn't have great players or great players in the fold, but the quarterback is such a massive domino as we've seen in recruiting and the recruiting game. And the Ducks are still looking for one. Jaden Rashada looks like the top quarterback prospect for them right now. He's expected to be in Eugene for the spring game next weekend. So that would be huge if they were able to get him on, on board. But that's really big. Just talking about some of the reasons why this was so crucial for the Ducks and so impressive that they were able to pull this off. And Dan Lanning and the rest of his staff continue to be hard-hitting recruiters. This is more momentum for the Ducks to parlay into the spring game, carry it into the spring game. Uh, and they're really picking up steam at just the right time. If you guys have been following me for a while, I've repeatedly talked about the importance of getting your recruiting finished early. And this is the first full cycle for Oregon under Dan Lanning and the new staff. And they're doing a majority of that heavy lifting in the spring. And I'm sure they'll continue doing that in the summer. But it's huge that they're getting these guys before the spring game because that's usually when we see a couple people hop in the fold is after the spring game because that is the marquee recruiting event of the Ducks for the Ducks uh, along with Saturday Night Live. Let's get some let's get some highlights on here. What do we what do we think? Here we go. All right, got some Kyler Casper highlights. And one of the biggest things about this commitment that got even sweeter on Easter Sunday for the Ducks, there were multiple reports coming out following the commitment. So just a couple to cite here, Steve Wiltfong of 247, as well as uh, Hayes Fawcett, Chad Simmons of On3. Kyler Casper plans to reclassify and join the Ducks for the 2022 season, which is just massive because the Ducks did lose a ton of talent at the wide receiver position last year, a ton of production as well. Think of guys like Johnny Johnson, Jalen Red, Micah Pittman, Devin Williams. Those guys are all gone now. And while I think I've gotten more confident in the wide receivers this spring after getting to talk to them, getting to talk to the coaches, talk to Junior Adams yesterday, and getting to see them in a little bit of 11 on 11, you can never have too many skilled playmakers. You never know what's going to happen in the course of a season. And if anyone goes down, 
for whatever reason, you want to have that dog that you can turn to that's just a competitor and he's just going to give it give it his all and, and you're not going to have any drop off, right? That's what every school would want for their team. So that's really big because it helps with the depth for the wide receivers and just for the offense here in 2022, uh, assuming that Kyler Casper is at least going to be in the mix in the rotation to see the field as a true freshman. Just some of the guys that he's going to be playing alongside for the Ducks as it stands here in the 2022 season. Dante Thornton, who we got to talk to earlier this week. Troy Franklin, Chase Cota, who comes over from UCLA. Chris Hudson, who looks like he's really hungry to take that next step. He came on super strong at the end of last season. Talked to him yesterday. He was talking about how he wants to take that next step in his game. And a big part of that is, is putting on the weight. He's at about 175, 176 right now. He said he wants to get all the way up to 190, 185. So he's really been uh, hammering that that meal prep and, and his dieting. And he's gotten really physical as well, especially in the blocking scheme of things. Uh, that's something that we've really seen the Oregon receivers hang their hats on lately. So Chris Hudson and Kyler Casper, Seven McGee, who moves over from running back to wide receiver, which I'm super excited about. Got to get that guy in space. Isaiah Crocker, Isaiah Brevard, Josh Delgado. These are just more of the guys that are coming to play wider that are ready to play wide receiver for the ducks rather heading into 2022. And this is a really young room and, and for the large part, it's pretty unproven, but if you guys have been following recruiting for a while, you know that a lot of those guys were pretty highly billed recruits coming into Eugene, coming to Eugene. So I think that there's some cause for excitement and reason to be optimistic seeing that these guys really didn't get that much of a shot last year. Even the, some of the guys like Dante Thornton, Troy Franklin uh, and Chris Hudson, because the wide receiver was just, the wide receivers were just so underutilized because the passing attack was so incredibly limited last year. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Just to go in a little bit here, what I thought was really cool about Kyler Casper's commitment video is that Lanny, it had Lanning's voice in the background doing a little bit of, a, of an eval of a breakdown, which I thought was a really unique aspect. That's just an, a cool way recruiting has changed in this you know social media, digital era uh, of reporting and of news is the commitment videos, the commitment graphics. But in that video, if you haven't watched it, you can go check out Kyler's Twitter. Lanning was saying that he has a special combination of size, speed, and athleticism, and he has the ability to take the top off the defense. That's been a continual theme throughout spring football when people are talking about the offense and we're talking to the receivers and the quarterbacks and Dillingham is pushing the ball down the field because that was the biggest shortcoming of last season for the Ducks, right? Tons of short and intermediate passes, really a lot of screens, safe passes where we get to the bowl game and then the Ducks are, are taking some shots and we're seeing guys like Dante Thornton just blaze by his defender, Troy Franklin getting a nice, uh, getting a nice little toe tap, you know, kind of going towards the sideline touchdown grab over Oklahoma and that Alamo bowl. So people are always hope are all hoping that those are signs of things to come. But for Casper, you can see it here on the tape. He's, he's just an absolute mismatch. He's, he's got great ball skills and he's out, he's very physical and he's, he's out physical. And a lot of these guys can, can be that playmaker that any team would want after the catch. He's not, the play doesn't stop for him at the reception when he makes that catch, he's able to advance to the next level and get those yards after the catch, which is so crucial. You just want to get playmakers. That's what Kenny Dillingham and, and a lot of these guys have said all throughout spring ball. This offense is going to be about one-on-one -on -one matchups, getting guys in space and being a system for playmakers that they want to play in. That want This is a system that playmakers are going to want to play in. Well, Kyler Casper is one of those playmakers. He's a super, super talented recruit as you can see here and I also am interested in this offense for next year because the tight ends we were talking to Maliki Montevao and Terrence Ferguson earlier this week they were talking about how they complement each other really well how they can both be difference makers in the run game and the pass game I recall a lot of a lot of big blocks from Ferguson last year kind of on second watch of some of these games look at Montevao he caught a touchdown against Ohio State in just his second game of, of college at the college level so Tight ends are going to get more involved as well, but the biggest question mark still remains the quarterback as we await that battle between Jay Butterfield, Bo Nix, and Ty Thompson. All those guys are, are looking pretty solid in spring ball, but they've had their moments. I think Nix has been the most consistent for the Ducks during the media portions of practice that we're able to see. So that's kind of just a little bit of an update there. But Dan Lanning says that this is a game changer in Kyler Murray. He was saying that he's someone that makes – opposing defenses change their game plan just for that one wide out. So this, this is just also huge because it's a big win for junior Adams. I think, I don't know if I'd say he was a hire that a lot of duck fans were, were quote unquote skeptical about, but maybe he didn't have that much of a track record aside from developing Cooper cup. That's what a lot of people want to 
talk about when it comes to junior rounds because Cooper Cup just won Super Bowl MVP and he was the best wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL last year. Of course, squarely in that conversation, you got Devontae Adams, who's going to the Raiders now. Uh, and and there's just a bunch of really talented wideouts in the NFL. DeAndre Hopkins is certainly another one to to mention, but it's really big for Oregon to be able to keep getting wideouts because look at the big shoes that Junior Adams had to fill, right? With Brian McClendon here. Brian McClendon came to Oregon and promptly hauled in three All-Americans, Dante Thornton, Isaiah Brevard, and Troy Franklin. And I thought that his wide receiver, he did a great job. He did as good of a job as you could as a wide receiver coach. I mean, you, you're not throwing them the ball at the end of the day. So I think the wide receivers are, are definitely in good hands, it appears, on the recruiting trail with Junior Adams. I saw a really good point here for a lot of Duck fans who who follow QB11 on Twitter. He tweeted, oh, wow, what do you know? You can finally give Junior Adams a brand, a real brand, something along those lines, and he's and he can recruit. Uh, and a lot of people will know that he note that he came from Washington, which has had some decent receivers in the past. But I just think it's so crucial for Oregon to keep being that offensive destination. I know we've talked in previous stories and podcasts about you know what kind of position do we want Oregon to be known for recruiting, and receiver is definitely one of them, right? You want you want to have those receivers, especially out west. West Coast is definitely where you can get some of those high level offensive playmakers and guys that can make a difference for your team. So shout out to Junior Adams. That's definitely a big recruiting win for him and the Ducks. Since Junior Adams took over, you had Chase Coda, Justice Lowe join the fold. And then we also have some other preferred walk-ons like Cole Prussia from Tualatin. He's another guy to keep an eye on that I think elevates the floor of this wide receiver room at the very least. But that's all we have for this episode, guys. Just kind of a breaking news. Wanted to get some analysis, some impact, what it means for Oregon and Dan Lanning and the Ducks. So that'll do it for us here, you guys. Kindly ask that you smash that like button, smash the subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, that's a tremendous help for us. And make sure you guys stay locked in to the podcast, the Ducks Dish podcast, whether it be on Twitter at Ducks Dish or on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. That'll do it for me, everyone. Hope you guys have an awesome Easter Sunday, and we will see you in the next episode. Take care. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.